Hello Hello， 我是壮老师，我是莱欧斯里玩家，人神启动。首款多平台开放世界游戏《原神》，即刻点击下方资讯栏了解更多。Hello， 同情家族，欢迎收听 Look Back Sunday。在这个节目，庄老师会汇整过去不同国家与主题的热门跟读文章，让你可以在十五分钟内吸收最精华的世界时事趣闻。Let's get right to it. Online scammers sold electronic gadgets, sent rotten bananas. A man surnamed Fang has been charged with concocting several nicknames to sell consumer electronics goods on social networking platforms concerned with secondhand items such as cell phones and game consoles. After one of his victims remitted payment for a graphics card, the buyer actually received a bunch of bananas, while someone else bought a Sony PlayStation 5 game console. But instead, received tubes of toothpaste. The Gaoshang City Police Department Criminal Investigation Corps (CIC) set up a task force, which traveled to Ilan County to search premises rented by Fang. Fang vehemently denied any involvement, but his denial was contradicted by evidence provided by the victims and a friend whose account had been used for the transaction. The police transferred him to the Ilan District Prosecutor's Office on suspicion of fraud, and a court granted the prosecutor's request to hold him in detention. Speaking on February 17th, a spokesperson for the Gaoshang CIC's Eighth Detective Team said that a chip shortage and the COVID-19 pandemic have caused a worldwide shortage of PS5 game consoles. And this has forced people to buy them from second-hand device sales platforms instead, where they may even have to pay more than the recommended retail price. Realizing that many gamers were seeking to buy these devices through certain Facebook groups, 36-year-old Fang cooked up Facebook identities with nicknames like Zhou Jielun, Zhou Yuming, and Yang Lai Guo, and offered to sell PS5 consoles. Hot-selling second-hand cell phones and other consumer electronics goods at 10% off the market price. This attracted many people to place orders, but they ended up getting swindled. The CIC estimates that at least 60 people fell victim to the scam between July last year and February this year, and were defrauded by a total of at least 1.2 million NT dollars. Fang denied everything. He said he didn't know Zhou Chielun, Zhou Yuming, and Yang Lai Guo, and claimed that these three Facebook accounts did not belong to him. The police believe that the suspect used this technique not only to evade the law by throwing up a smokescreen of civil disputes, but also to make his victims believe that the items had been mistakenly sent to the wrong recipients. This would make it take longer for his account to be put on a watch list. Thus, giving him more time to make his ill-gotten gains. After being arrested, Fang claimed that the cell phone was not his, but the police still handed him over to the prosecutor's office on suspicion of fraud. Next article: A global effort to bring rare books in Rome to an online audience. Modern-day church scholars may find the going easier. 
some of the texts at the library of the Pontifical Oriental Institute, a graduate school in Rome dedicated to the study of the Eastern branch of Christianity, have just been digitized and will soon be at the fingertips of a global audience. The first digitized versions will be available to the public in mid-2022, the product of a charitable initiative that connected the Institute with technology companies in the United States and Germany. The company said Reverend David Nazar, the Institute's rector, understood the project's value. Many of the books come from countries such as Syria, Lebanon and Iraq, where turmoil put entire collections at risk. Others come from countries where authoritarian censorship was equally threatening. We are not a hospital. We are not in the fields of Syria, he said. But we have students that come from there who study here because our resources haven't been destroyed by war. Although most of the Institute's titles are not recognizable to the general public, they are precious to scholars. They include volumes such as Greek first edition of liturgies of John Chrysostom, an early church father printed in Rome in 1526. The library is unique in the world, said Gabrielle Radel, a professor at the University of Notre Dame who studied at the Institute. Its volumes cover the broad gamut that is Eastern Christianity, a term for the traditions and denominations developed in the first centuries of the church in Jerusalem and the Middle East, spreading through Greece, Turkey and Eastern Europe, north to Russia, south to Egypt and Ethiopia, and as far east as India. The first set of books to be digitized were scanned by an eight-member team from a Long Island, New York company, Siri Systems Group using scanning technology from SMA of Germany. The digitized books will be managed via ShelterZoom, a New York company. Chaljen Shortland, CEO of ShelterZoom, said she visited the library this past year and got very excited about the project. It's unique, not just in the technology sense, but also in the sense of contributing to such a wonderful piece of history, she said. Next article. Australia battles big tech over news revenue sharing law. Facebook Inc. has blocked Australian users from sharing and viewing news content on its popular social media platform, escalating a dispute with the government over paying media publishers for content. While big tech and media outlets have battled over the right to news content in other jurisdictions, Australia's looming law represents the most expansive reform and is being closely watched around the world. The so-called Media Bargaining Code has been designed by the government and competition regulator to address a power imbalance between the social media giants and publishers when negotiating payment for news content used on the tech firm's sites. The proposed legislation has reached a crunch point, with widespread support in Parliament, where it is expected to be voted into law within days. In recent years, traditional media companies operating in Australia have suffered huge hits to income streams due to dwindling subscriptions and advertising. For every $100 Australian dollar spent on online advertising in Australia, excluding classifieds, 
nearly one-third goes to Google and Facebook, the competition regulator has said. Facebook said that the law fundamentally misunderstands the relationship between itself and publishers, and it faces a stark choice of attempting to comply with it or ban news content. It said its platform generates billions of free referrals to Australian publishers, with significant sums to the media companies. Alphabet Inc. owned Google, however, has backed down from a threat to withdraw its main search engine from Australia if the laws go ahead, and has instead struck deals with some of the country's major commercial publishers. They include a global deal with News Corp for an unnamed sum in one of the most extensive deals of its kind with big tech. Good job, and thanks for tuning in. 想要收听更多过去的跟读单元以及节目，欢迎到我们官网 www.15minutes.today。有兴趣 John 老师以及其他资深英语老师对谈的节目，记得周末也要回来收听我们同情学英语。Catch you in the next one.